Hey, what's up, everybody? Logan Chartrand back again with another episode of Hotshot Archery's Outdoor Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 21st, and this week we are extremely excited to begin kicking off the release of the conversations that we had while we were out at the ATA show in Indianapolis a couple weeks ago. And Robin and I had kind of kicked around... How do we want to do this? How do we want to put these out? We knew that probably the order that we recorded them in wouldn't necessarily be the order that we wanted to release them to. And what it came down to is based on innovation. We decided we were going to start with the conversation that revolved around the most innovative thing that we saw while we were there at the show. And that happens to come from Spy Point Trail Cameras. So over the course of the next hour or so, you are going to get to listen in on a conversation that we had with Justin Lonclo, a product owner from Spy Point, around some of their new products, some of their new technology that they're coming out with. And I really tried to approach this conversation not from just being a podcast host and trying to facilitate a great conversation with an old friend, but also from a consumer point of view. I had a lot of questions about things that I would want to know if I were getting ready to spend my hard-earned money on these products. And they were so innovative that I definitely feel like I am interested in taking a look at these once they are finally released and available for sale. So sit back, enjoy If you have questions, I tried to think of everything that somebody might want to know within the limited time that we had available here at the show to talk with Justin. But if I miss something, definitely reach out and let us know. You can email us at podcast at hotshotmanufacturing.com. You can also PM or DM us on Facebook or Instagram at Hotshot Archery. You can definitely drop your questions in the comments of any of our posts as well so that we can make sure that we get those covered for you. But sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Justin. Let's kick this one off, um, I guess, poker style to steal from other podcasts. Um, Go around the room to or around the table. We could go around the room, but we're the only ones in here right now. Um, Let's kick this episode off with some introductions to my left. We have. This is Andrew. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Well, more than that, what do you do for what do you do for the podcast for the company, Andrew? Ju- Justin, are you regretting your decision yet? <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast, I take care of the website, uh, do some of the back end stuff. Um, outside of that, as of today, I'm unemployed. Uh, we'll start something new in about three days. All right, maybe I don't know if we can uh, talk about that here, but I think we've got a pretty good guest. So glad that you're able to sit down and add some additional perspective to this for us. Um, Next up, we've got... This is Robin, uh, the typical co-host that you all hear once in a while, backing up the main man, Logan. All right, and then the man of the hour, or for however long we can get you, we are uh, camped out at the ATA show right now, so we are trying to get in and have these conversations wherever we can. Um, but Justin, go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast audience here, to the zero of us who don't already know you around this table, but let everybody know who you are, what you do, why you're here at the ATA show. Yeah, so thanks for having me. First off, my name is uh, Justin Longclaw. I'm a product chief product owner for uh, Spy Point Trail Cameras, and uh, have been a 
longtime hotshot user. That's uh, how I met Robin. And uh, I followed directions and uh, didn't send uh, messages when I should have sent emails. And uh, <laughs> we became friends, and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, so we're, just, we're here at ATA this week. We um, had some really cool stuff that I've been working on uh, with my amazing team up in Quebec uh, for the past uh, long time. Uh, new new app coming in April, and uh, the cell link, which seems to have uh, caused quite the stir. Um, we're getting some getting some real interesting uh, feedback from what some other uh, booths are saying about it already. So it's uh, it, that means it's going great, and uh, also a couple new cameras that uh, we're excited to to show people. Yeah, also awesome. for those people who are diving into this and wanting to know more about it, um, I think the other than the app, the app is freaking awesome. But the uh, the cell link, tell us a little bit more about um, what that is, what that's going to do for people who are sitting on a pile of trail cameras right now. That's exactly the uh, the issue that uh, we were wanting to fix for everybody. So with the you know continual droppage of uh cell cam price over the past few years which we take full credit for uh with the evo three years ago at at 250 uh which was incredibly low priced at that point and then the micro last year at 149 uh which blew minds um and then uh the cell length this year so we've got uh we created an issue i don't know about y'all but i've got uh at least one five gallon bucket of old trail cameras sitting in my shop at home that are collecting dust and uh, probably have some batteries that have exploded in them by now. But the ones that haven't, um, there's no reason, you know, we're sitting on a pile of cash. So we wanted to create something uh, at an extremely low price that would allow you to uh, revive those cameras if you would. be able to get them back out in the woods. So we created a, a universal cellular adapter. It is kind of the uh, the name that we've we've given it. It's uh, it will make virtually any SD card trail camera cellular. So if you've got a uh, camera that you paid twenty nine bucks for on a Black Friday sale, uh, you can buy this cell link for uh, I think fifty nine bucks is uh, is the going price on it. Um, you hook it in. We've got an SD cable that comes out the bottom. There's a micro USB uh, plug that goes into the bottom, a little rubber grommet, and a nut that, that holds it in tight. Uh, really thin and narrow uh, rubber cable. We went through about seven different cables. That, that was honestly um, our labor of love in getting this thing perfect was finding the right cable. We started out with the impossible task of trying to find the cable that was one, chew-proof, which is impossible in itself, and two, would not impede um, the waterproofness of weather seals, water seals on any cameras. Um, so we, we, in hindsight, we tried some ridiculous things. Um, you know, my main concern out of the gate was this thing has to be chew-proof. This thing has to be chew-proof. Um, that and obviously bears are very curious. Elk enjoy uh, rubbing their velvet off on uh, on trail cams, and they en- enjoy uh, you know just rubbing on them in general. South Texas cows enjoy scratching their bellies on trail cameras, so we had to have something that uh, was going to be pretty robust and and not break the first time something sneezed on it. Um, so what we ended on was um, this really thin. Actually, looking at it, it doesn't look strong at all, but it it uh, it meets both of the needs that we. Uh, had to solve. One is the waterproofing. So the way we alleviate those 
concerns or issues is uh, you always, so first, water doesn't flow up. So you're always going to run this cable out of the bottom of the camera. Uh, the second reason this works is rubber molds with rubber. If you put two pieces of rubber together, you've got a watertight seal. So this cable is rubber. Um, the weather seal around those uh, cameras, whenever you smash this thing in the door, you close it tight, it takes the place of the uh, weather seal that you've mashed down and keeps the continuation of that rubber weather tight seal all the way around it. There's no door closing issues. There's no, um, there's no water issues. Uh, so you don't have it, to drill anything out. Oh, I can no. just whatever, however my camera is set up, top mount, SD card, any, wherever the access is, this cable's small enough that I can just close whatever door I've got. I don't have to worry about it damaging the, I'm assuming the coating on there. Y'all, I yeah. heard y'all talking earlier that you've tested this tons of times so yeah. no matter what kind of camera somebody's got they can just figure out yeah. it'll close around it and yeah so it that's up. any anytime you're making you know promises and guarantees like this you know personally i like to uh under promise and over deliver but especially in business you can't ever say it's guaranteed to work on every camera so we're saying virtually every camera um i can tell you right now it does not work on the plot watcher which is like a 13 year old camera i don't know if anybody even has one anymore um, and the reason it doesn't work on that one is because that is a, a time-lapse camera. Um, so any, any camera, this is really getting into the technical side of it, but any camera that saves its photos in a, a JPEG format, it's going to work on. Um, I'm sure there will be a few out there that, uh, you know, that slip through the cracks. Everybody makes a trail camera now. There's probably 30 different brands on Amazon that if I said all 30 brands probably – Y'all probably wouldn't know any of them. I wouldn't know half of them just just reading them, you know. So obviously we can't guarantee it's going to work on everything, but uh, a very 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 high percentage of what we've tested, um, it works absolutely perfect with ease, um, and, and that is, um, you know, that, that's one of the things that we want to maintain at SpyPoint is uh, ease of use and simplicity. And uh, if you can put your SD card in your camera you can attach the cell link to your camera because that, that's really all you're doing. The end of that cable is an SD card. Um, it, it doesn't work like an SD card. It's just the adapter that allows you to get uh, you know, to the cell link. It's, it's really easy to, to use. So then how does that work? That's one of the questions I actually jotted down while you were talking. Does it replace the SD card? So then your pictures are all through the SpyPoint app and the SpyPoint cellular service. There is nothing where it's saving pictures onto a piece of hardware within the camera at this point? Uh, not within the camera, no, but we have a micro SD card in the cell link itself. So you're saving them there. Um, and that's one thing, too. So the information that, that kind of segue into this, the information that we're able to transmit is only photos. Um, we can't transmit your battery life off the host camera. We can't, tra you know, you can't change the settings off of your host camera. And that's because it, none of that information is written to the SD card. Um, so when you're looking at your SpyPoint app, uh, which is how you will see these photos, um, the information that you're getting is all on your cell link. The battery life, um, the transmission times, uh, the transmission frequency is all off the cell link. Awesome. When are these going to be available for um, just the general public? Is Are they available right now? Is this coming kind of first quarter of 2020? When could somebody maybe expect that? You will see them in stores in April. Okay, so, so coming really but, soon. But yeah. more importantly, when are they available to the general Robin Park? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the uh, May 1st. <laughs> 
Also, Robin, as you think about this, um, you know, you've been using the cell cameras for a while. You're actually the one who got me kind of turned on to um, Justin and the spy points. So when you see that, I know you had a chance to check some of this out this morning. What were your thoughts? Um, Are you is this something that you think is going to work? I know you've been using the the other like the link micro and some of those cameras for a while so what's something like this mean for a guy like you who's running tons of cameras and all over the place well i i've um like you said been using spy points products for what going on three years now i guess and i've had some inside workings with spy point this was kept a secret from me justin uh but i think it's going to be fantastic and um I kind of get a kick out of already the talk and on social media from the, you know, the negative nannies about how no way that's going to work. And um, Justin and I kind of joked around, you know, that just means that it's going over well. And I I think it's going to be fantastic. And people seem to have uh, an overwhelming concern about the seal on their cameras and, uh, I happen to be an engineer, as you know, and Justin nailed it. Water doesn't run uphill. It'll be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, they've got it figured out, so it's going to be sealed. But even if it wasn't sealed, it'd be okay. It'll be all right, people. Like, I don't see, like, I can't wait to get some because he's right. You know, I've got a five-gallon bucket. There's there's cameras under my truck seat literally right now out <laughs> in the parking lot that are non-cellular cameras that, you know that I throw up now and then if there's somewhere that I know I don't need to check for a month or whatever um, those are gonna be way more useful to me now and we've talked enough you and I together personally but we've talked on the podcast people that listen they know how important cellular trail cams were to my um, fairly good like season of a lifetime that I just had right you know like uh, uh, two out of three bucks that I killed were have very lengthy backstories related to spy point trail cellular cameras and so i'm i mean i'm excited you know justin he works for spy point he's excited but um i'm pretty excited as well you know i'm pretty involved with them and justin i talk a lot and of course andrew he's sitting here he's gonna soon be very involved we'll talk about that in a little bit but yeah i, I can't wait to get my hands on some yeah, honestly. I had to take a peek over at his yeah. face as you were saying that yeah. like is he gonna let us talk about this today <laughs> or not? are we going there we we'll, going we'll, there? we'll talk about it for sure so i have a, a couple questions i think just from a user perspective that i feel are probably likely to come so some of these older cameras i'm picturing some of the old like d-cell cameras that i've got in yeah. drawers that i wouldn't put out for anything yeah. it's just but if I can now have them set up and sending the signal. So with the new setup, is there any impact to the size? Those older ones were really like you might only be able to put a 2-gig SD card into some of these older cameras. Since it's transmitting straight to and it's not trying to necessarily, I guess the camera is saving to the micro SD card. But is there anything that somebody would need to be concerned with based on their camera's current max SD card capacity? Yeah, really the only thing that uh, that, that we've seen uh, where it wouldn't work is uh, if it wasn't writing photos in a JPEG format. And the only one that we found so far was 
I think it was an old Moultrie that rode on like a compact flash card. <laughs> and oh, I was yeah. like, really? it's, I was like, it's not even SD, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, we've 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 gone uh, to great lengths to to try to find some that uh, that don't work. You know, and again, you know, I'm under promising here. There's going to be some that it won't work on. Um, it, it's not going to work on everything. But we've we've focused a lot, you know, and it's because I steered us there on uh, reviving those old cameras. But it, it also allows us to. You know, go pick up those $29 Walmart specials now if you want to and uh, be able to throw them, you know, throw them out somewhere, especially in high theft areas. You know, that's one of the things people ask, do you have a security box for this thing? Man, if we made a steel security box for a $59 camera, it would be just <laughs> right, as much as right. the camera. Uh, you know, and it, as small as this thing is. Size-wise, describe pound. to people because we can't, they can't see it right now. We've all had a chance to actually see it. Hold it, play around yeah. with it. What size? How much bulk is this adding to their camera setup? Yeah, so it's uh, it's designed to mount directly above your camera, and that goes back to uh, making the the SD cable um, rodent proof. There's really no way to make a cable rodent proof. So what we've we've done in, in running the ca- the cable out the bottom of the camp the host camera, you need to run that cable behind the host camera to keep it out of reach, and then you're mounting the cell link directly above it. So there's really only two little bitty spots that are even available. Um, I, I know a raccoon pound for pound is the meanest and the smartest thing in the woods, um, in my opinion, but uh, they'll, they'll figure a way out to get to it. Um, it's size-wise, it's uh, about three inches by two inches by two and a half. So it's like small. The size of, as you were talking about, I'm like, how would I describe this? I think like your typical point of view action camera things a gopro or whatever yep. something about that size maybe in a waterproof case is yep. about what i would have described it as with a small antenna to be able to transmit the it's, cell data it's about the size of a pack of eight AA batteries with an antenna on it and we all know what a size of eight AA batteries yeah. i think we've all <laughs> carried plenty of batteries yeah. around i've got a bag of double a's in my pack here just for the podcast equipment uh, the other thing that I know there are going to be questions about really two, and I've heard the question at almost every booth that I've stopped at who has a new product. Um, if somebody were to get this and it doesn't work with their camera, they have one of that rare handful of camera models that just isn't going to work with it. What would you say? Because I know you get blown up all the time with messages from people who know that you work for Spy Point. Yeah. You're like, that's not my thing. What is the best advice you could give to somebody who has any spy point that just might have had an issue where it's not working for, like this thing, it doesn't work with their camera or it doesn't work for their situation? What does somebody do in that type of case? What's the best course of action for them to take? Uh, you've got a couple options. So, you know, one thing I mentioned already is non-cellular trail cameras are super cheap. You know, you can go out and buy one for literally 30 bucks. that's, that's going to work with it. Um, the other thing is most places you buy it have a 30-day return policy. We've got a two-year warranty. Um, so, I mean, there there's plenty of options. There are 99.9% of the cameras we've tested it on, it works. So, I mean, there you're going to have something that it works on. Awesome. So, I think really just the uh, the point of if for some reason it doesn't, you're not – 
stuck with this. Obviously, you all are going to back your products. You fully believe in them. We all are personal users of them as well, so we're using it. The other question, the other objection that um, I have heard some people say in the circles that I run with talking about cell cameras is, great, now I got to have another cell plan. Now I'm back into, you don't have to get a contract. I can tell everybody that you're not buying equipment from your cell phone provider in those situations anyway. Uh, But a lot of people are concerned that now I get this, but now I also have to spend a bunch of money to have a cell plan. How does that work with SpyPoint, whether it's the cell link or just the cellular plans in general? Share with us a little bit about how that really works. How's somebody going to activate this, use it, pay for it? What what goes down there? Obviously, I'm extremely biased, but I, I really feel and, and can prove by laying, you know, all of the uh, our, our data plans and uh, our activation process alongside everyone else's that ours really is the easiest. It's all done on your phone in the app. There's no calling Verizon. There's no calling AT&T. There's no going to the store. There's no activating a SIM card. There's no anything other than scanning the the data matrix code that will be in all of our new cameras this year uh, we, we've actually shortened the activation process even more uh, Robin you've activated a lot of cameras would you say it's fair to say that you can out of the box including putting batteries in it can have one of our cameras up and running within three minutes yeah I was gonna say two minutes yeah usually. it's super yeah. fast and if you if you take out putting the batteries and the SD card in it it's under 60 seconds activating these things so we've actually shortened the process by putting a data matrix in there this year instead of a barcode. A barcode, all that gives uh, the app is uh, your SIM number. Now it's going to give it the model, um, which uh, last year we asked customers to put the model in itself. Different models have different settings. Obviously, if you put a different model in that's the wrong model, you're going to have the wrong setting set up, which can cause issues. So we, we've tried to take some of the user error out in that and uh, make it more simple. Uh, but, but something with us, you know, and we still get this question, even though cellular cameras have been out for half a decade and, and, and longer really now, um, is do I have to add it to my cell plan or do I have to get it with the provider that uh, I currently have? You know, if a guy's like, well, I got a Verizon phone, is an AT&T camera going to work? Absolutely. It's, it has nothing to do with your phone plan. You only ask yourself, does my phone or someone else's phone work where I want to put this camera? the answer is yes what provider is that and then you purchase that camera so what I mean there is all of our our cell link and our cameras have two different SKUs one is uh, Verizon the other is nationwide which is pretty much everyone but Verizon there's there's a couple of carriers that we don't have yet uh, that we're still working on deals to close um, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint are the three big ones. So to nerd out here for just a second, there yeah. are probably others that I worked in the cellular industry for a while. Is it just the technology, like the CDMA versus the GSM type setups, how they're communicating with their tower? So there's one that's in GSM and there's one that's CDMA or whatever the technologies are today. No, that was it. a decade ago. It's that, a different modem. That's okay. what it is. It, it's a different modem. Um, so, so you pick which one works best for you out of the box, and you do all of your activation, your plan purchasing um, in the app. We're also the only one that you don't have to put in a credit card um, when you're activating it, and we give you, on all of our cameras, um, we give you uh, the first 30 days of unlimited free photos. Nobody else does that. Another cool thing that we do 
uh, if you're not expecting to get a lot drug of pictures. Drug dealers do that. I'll stop you there. Yeah, I, there I you got go. hooked after the first 30 <laughs> days of Unlimited, and then you go to what you'll talk about next. I was hooked. I was like, ah, oh, these dang drug dealers. I didn't know here. you lived close to St. Louis also. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing, you know, is we let you, not only to get you hooked, but, you know, so you can really gauge how many pictures you're going to need. You know, so we're, we're not making you guess what plan to purchase. You can look at that first month and go, okay, I used 800 pictures. We've got a $1,000 plan for that. Um, the other thing about our plans is, is we've, got, we've got really great price plans. Unlimited photos, um, if you pay for it annually, is only 10 bucks. Uh, we've got plans that start as low as $4. It's 250 pictures. Um, so we, we've got multiple options. We've got really low-priced plans. The activation's super easy. Um, our cameras are available just about anywhere you walk into. Um, it, it's really easy to get started. So what about a super cheap ass like me? What If somebody buys this, are they getting themselves into a monthly plan? I know with some of the plans, like right now, um, I am not running my Link Micro anywhere near feed. I've got it set up on a trail. So I just went with the free 100 pictures per month that yep. are included just by having the camera. So will the cell link have that access as well? So somebody goes and buys the $30 camera and hooks this up, are they going to get 100 pictures sent to them free each month just by having the setup, or do they need to purchase one of those plans at that you point? You actually just asked me a question that I'm not 100% sure on. Um, you know, with with the price of the, the cell link being so low, I know we had talked about um, some different options on it, but I'll, I'll have to double check on that. But I'm glad you said that because I think I skipped it. Nobody else gives you free pictures when you're not paying for a plan. You know, so the cell link and the camera both, you're not in any contract. You can start and stop your plans whenever you want. And even when you're not paying for a plan, you can still leave it out and we're still going to send you the first 100 photos that it takes each month for free. So you really never have to pull the camera out of the woods. And then you get, I think this probably transitions nicely uh, to the next thing with the app that's currently out and some of the features of that, the app that's coming out, which I am super geeked out about. I love doing data analysis. I mean, that's just my wheelhouse, being able to look at some of this stuff and see trends and figure things out to help me identify when to actually get out there and start hunting. Uh, what can the app do outside of just allowing you to set up your phone and the place that you go to see the pictures that are being sent? So it, that's the other thing is uh, there are, I can't believe there are people that are still on like a limited text plan and things like that. You're not getting text messages about the photos. So you probably need data on your phone, at least because it's going to burn that as you're connecting through the apps. But what does the app do outside of just those? I know there's lots of other features that even I really haven't messed with too much yet. Yeah, so the new app that uh, that launched in April, we've really coined as the ultimate scouting solution. Um, so one, a couple of limitations in our current app um, is uh, in the photo gallery, which was where we where we started the redesign. Currently, you have to look at photos from one camera at a time. You know, guys like Robin that are running 864 cameras on 30 properties across six states and three <laughs> countries and two different hemispheres. If there's a turkey out there, he needs to have a picture of it. Yeah. So. so, I mean, that that uh, really limits, um, you know, the information that you can uh, collectively put together by looking at one camera at a time. So the first thing I change is the ability to customize what photos you're looking at. So the, the two options currently on the market is you can look at one camera's photos at a time or you can look at all of your camera's photos at a time. The bad thing about looking at all of them at a time, like 
guys like Robin that have, you know, cameras and or, and or hunt all over the country or even in just different parts of your state is that you're you're not getting correct intel. You're getting false data by looking at all of your pictures. Oh man, look at that look at that flock of turkeys. Oh crap, that's in Mississippi. I'm I'm looking for the ones I'm going to in Nebraska. Um by the way, and I'll tell you how horrible I am about geography. You know, you you hunt Nebraska a lot and up until last year you've always abbreviated it N E and I'm like why doesn't he tell us what state he's going to in New England instead of just putting N E? It's all right, Justin. I blame the school system. Yeah, Louisiana <laughs> school system. Well, I did, but I did. You keep talking about being in the South. I just thought you lived in California. Why's that? L A. Oh yeah. Hur, hur. Oh, we're getting deep <laughs> here now. That that is uh, insult of the century to me, my friend. No, but so so the issue is here. You know, you've got multiple cameras. Let, let's say, for instance, guy. I'll I'll pick easy numbers for the math purposes. We've got ten cameras, but you're hunting five different properties, so that'd be two cameras each. So to really get the intel that you want on this one specific buck, we'll just call him Titan. Um, let's say you've got two bucks. Um, Sounds like a familiar deer name. I know, or, or Jack. We'll, we'll call him. Oh, call him one of cotton let's balls. Not, let's not go something. with Jack. That's, oh, that's a that's, that's a, a hard story. Of, yeah. So, so, but what we've given uh, our users the ability to do is to isolate cameras on one particular property and really gather the intel off of that. So, if you've got two cameras on one property, I only want to look at those two cameras, as opposed to all of them. And and, and the reason that's important is now that we've given users the ability to custom tag. Uh, those deer with specific names, and then you can go back and search for that deer alone. Um, for instance, Titan, I, you know, the first picture you get of this guy and establish, yep, he's a friggin' shooter. I'm naming him Titan. As I see pictures of him come in through the year, Titan, 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 Titan. I'm, I'm tagging all these Titan. All right, I'm going hunting Saturday. It's going to be a northwest wind, uh, moon's waning crescent, uh, barometers staying steady. I'm going to go in and I'm going to filter photos. I'm going to click Titan. I'm going to click daytime and I'm going to click all of those weather features in our filtering system and see historically if Titan has been moving in that camera. And if not, it'll show me what other cameras he was moving in, which that's badass. I did not realize dude, that, that this app was going to do this. That's the equivalent of having a cheat sheet playing chess going, okay, he just moved here. Okay, I'm gonna win this round in eight, in eight moves. I'm gonna win this win this round in, in two moves. Yeah, so I mean, you can. Uh, to me, that's that's the huge advantage of it is the more data you collect, the more cameras you collect. Purchasebulletspypoint.com. Um, you know, you can gather more information. So, let's say you're you're mid season, or let's say you've put your cameras out in June or July, which I'm I'm recommending at this point, um, even though the the pattern changes. Um, the more historical data you have, the more accurate your prediction is going to be. So what I'm looking to do in the very near future is key in what the weather data is going to be, say, for this weekend, um, and then click bucks and daytime and see historically if the deer have been moving during the day on the upcoming weather conditions. That's going to tell me, that's going to give me a really good guess if I'm going to have a good hunt or not Saturday. That's wow. invaluable. Yeah, I knew the the weather features that are updating and tagging everything in every picture to where you can see barometer, wind direction, temperature. Um, I think moon phase yep. might have been in there as well for people that are really into that. But I didn't realize I could actually go in to the new app and start to say, here, here's what the situation is. Here's what the conditions are. Show me what I'm getting there. Yeah, so that's, that's, so that's awesome. what you're doing in the uh, in the filtering process. You know, now 
the uh, I, I want to be clear on the the weather data that is only going to be available on photos taken after the app update so for instance I'm not going to be able to see all of that information from last year uh, but starting April 1st you know the bucks depending on what part of your country may not even have antlers growing back yet some of them may not even have dropped so we've got plenty of time uh, to gather that data but you can uh, you know to me that's what I'm looking for the most is that predictive analysis keying in what the weather is going to be like on what day I mean I will I'm I can tell you I'm literally going to sit there and go through probably five days at a time because that's what the most accurate forecasts are in the future if you can call any f weather forecast accurate um, that's a totally different it's podcast, a whole other podcast. my <laughs> opinion on on local <laughs> weather man I wish I could get paid to look at a computer and yeah. then tell you it was my idea um <laughs> But I, I, I want to sit and look and key in the weather for the next five days and then look at what pictures I've gotten in those conditions. And I will literally be able to say, okay, next five days, here's the best day historically because of the deer movement on the upcoming weather condition. Right, so that's all. And I know there are some apps out there that were free and now charged that can tell you, well, based on the weather conditions, it could be a really good day to, to get out there. And now this is spy points taking it to the next level by saying here, we don't know what conditions are going to give you the best, but when you see your conditions, you can go through and you can start to identify for yourself. Now it's not based on longitude and latitude. It's you're going in and here's the pictures you get when it's like this. And if you can start to figure out that, High-pressure days are better than low-pressure days. Our mornings during this time of year, these conditions are better than afternoons and really fine-tuning down into your property. That's the difference here is, you know, all of these other – I mean, there's there's a ton of uh, movement predictors, you know, and we'll have one um, on our app as well. You know, there's the little – the moon phase guides and, uh, you know, the the – major and minor charts and those are all well and great and they're you know they're they're based off algorithms or, or where the moon is um in the sky what we are doing is basing it off of the historical data that you are providing not only off your spot but the exact deer that you're hunting that's priceless yeah, that's going to be awesome I, as always i'm dominating the conversation here what what questions do you guys have about this? I've got something else still for the app and the tracking stuff, but I want to want to at least give you guys a chance to jump in here. And well, I want to back up to the cellular network. Uh, the new cameras out there are LTE uh, compared to, I believe, 4G. Yeah. So, Andrew, uh, how do you know this? Let's let's go a little bit further back to that first. Well, I stopped by the booth. Oh, okay. So, and just he's if a you're point user. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so um, myself as well here. <laughs> Apparently we're going to need to get Robin just to throw, start throwing people under the bus. Uh, okay, so tell us the 4G, the LTE stuff. What is the benefit for people who couldn't care less? They just want to get pictures sent to their phone so they can track their deer, or we're not just deer hunters here even within this group. There's lots of different things that um, the app can track, and I want to get to that, but why would that matter for somebody who just wants to get pictures? Is that what you were going to ask, Andrew? Pretty much. What does it mean for the average hunter? Yeah, so so the LTE, one one thing uh, that I correlate this to, I, I try to give an analogy so people can relate to what we're saying. And I can remember uh, when the PS2 came out, PlayStation 2, back in what? I don't know how long ago that was. That's Evan the, was still playing his Atari. That's yeah, the yeah, console that I had the longest. My biggest concern was, oh, no, it's not going to play my PlayStation 1 games. It did. It was backwards compatible. So our modems are backwards compatible. So our 4G LTE modems, LTE is, uh, well, 
it's not the fastest now because 5G is starting to be launched uh, in very urban areas. Uh, so it's not really uh, beneficial to, to sell cams yet. Uh, but will be soon and, and we'll be you know, following suit there along with everybody else. Uh, but 4G is the fastest, uh, the fastest signal. It uh, transfers photos faster. It can transfer more faster. Uh, but going back to the backwards compatibility, there are still towers, a lot of 4G towers out there. There's still a whole lot of 3G towers. Unbeknownst to a lot of people, there's still 2G towers. Um, so whatever the strongest signal is that's the most consistent, our cameras are going to pick that up. It's awesome. So while we're on this subject, you know, we always do a listener question. And and in today's world with social media, believe it or not, I feel like you just had. I saw you I look down at your phone and <laughs> got a, a listener question sent to me today about Spy Point because they knew that we were here and they know that um, I might have some people I call friends that work there. Um, so this question asked is this, Justin, with the LTE function on Spy Point. Will the cell service be better or just faster? Better as in like Probably stronger, I'm thinking. So I think what they're asking is, does LTE mean um, more or better signal for camera users, or does LTE just mean faster service? Yeah, it's, it's more consistent as well. You know, and the best way that I can describe... Um, Signals and bandwidth is in uh, water delivery. Um, let's say 3G is a water hose and LTE is a fire hose. Not only are you getting the water faster, but you're getting more of it at the exact same time. Um, it, it's a it, it's a width of band, which which bandwidth precisely. Um, it, it, it's more consistent. It's more uh, it's more information simultaneously. It's it's the transfer rate. Um, it's, it's an overall improvement. It's like when, uh, when houses went from cedar to, to aluminum, you know, it was not only cheaper, but it was, uh, stronger and, and more robust. You know, every, everything, um, as far as that goes technology wise, you know, when they're, uh, when they're making something faster, it's, it's also more stable. Probably more readily available at the moment, too, I would think, as all of these uh, carriers have been upgrading their yeah. system over the last decade or so to 4G and now having 5G out there. I would say there's probably more towers that are 4G than there are the, the 2G. So just yeah, oh yeah. being able to get that access to a signal that's better for your camera, for your setup, I think would probably be helpful as well. For sure. What can somebody track outside of deer? We all talk about it because that's one of the primary uses for trail cameras for a long time. But for those people who aren't into deer hunting, what else can um, this app do for them with their photos? Yeah, so um, our species filtering, uh, we've got artificial intelligence built into it. Um, and we can filter your photos just so you can see a specific species. We can also only send you those notifications if you'd like. For instance, if I don't want to get a notification every time I get a picture of anything, I'm going to click on bucks, and then my camera will only notify me, send me alert on my phone when I get a picture of a buck. So you're no longer dinging all day long, you know, whatever, when rain birds, whatever. So the species that we've got, we've got uh, not only species but different genders. Uh, so as far as whitetail, mule deer, all that goes, you'll be able to tell the difference between a buck and a doe. So you, we've got buck recognition, we've got antlerless deer recognition, and we call it that because 
for instance, an, an elk doe is not a doe. It's a cow. Um, so uh, People um, get picky about that I kind know of it, stuff. man. So we just put antlerless deer. Antlerless cervide is what we, sh- <laughs> we should have said. Uh, Non-CWD. Oh, what a push these buttons that's a whole other show right there <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're c we're cwd free um <laughs> yeah so is the rest of the country <laughs> In, unless you count you know oh my goodness one tenth of a percent it, let's not even go there no let's not even go there well, all um, right yeah back yeah, to the so, uh, tracking so, so did bucks. you know did you know the accuracy of the <laughs> cw never mind <laughs> yeah did you know they proved that it's at semen now as well no, I hadn't heard. Man, the, the Navy better <laughs> that went, start looking out for things. Yeah. <laughs> that, that went south quick. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, we've got bucks, we've got antlerless deer, we've got turkeys, we've got moose, we've got coyotes, we've got pigs, um, and that is all current. Uh, so starting in April, we will also have bear, uh, which was uh, us being a Canadian company, which was a, a huge request. They do a ton of bear hunting up there. Um, we've also got human activity, um, and it's not just humans, it's human activity for a reason. So we've combined two different um, AI detections there. So you're going to get a picture of a person, or you're going to get a picture of any wheeled vehicle. Um, I did realize that that uh, left out snowmobiles and boats, so we may have to go back and uh, and teach the AI that as well. But that was a pretty easy one for our AI to learn. Wheels don't occur naturally in nature, so anytime there's a wheel, a human's involved and or close around. Um, the last one that we've added this year is probably the most exciting. What is that noise? Like. I thought it was somebody's got to be hammering on a turkey call out. And like I said, we're just in a conference room outside of the actual ATA exhibition, and I'm hearing a turkey yelp like crazy yeah, right next, now. So next uh, door. It, we'll, it probably won't pick up on the mics for this. Yeah. So people are like, what are they talking about? Yeah, we're all, we're all sitting here anything. looking around like, man, <laughs> what the guys, crap? They got hooked on those free drugs yeah. while they were doing the podcast. Free 30 days, <laughs> courtesy of Spy Point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so the last one that we're super excited about, and this actually came from, uh, from user feedback, and I think some of our pro staff guys, was um, they wanted to be able to mass delete blank photos or unimportant photos at the same time. So what we came up with is a non-target species filter. So what this is going to do is say you get a, you know, a, a northern cold front blow through one day and you got 50 mile an hour wind, you're going to get some blank photos. You're probably going to get a lot of them. You're also going to get a lot of pictures of squirrels and raccoons and mice and robins and doves and whatever else. You don't want to see those. You click non-target species, it's going to filter all those photos. You click delete all, boom. You just got rid of all the junk that you really don't want to look at. Nice. That is freaking awesome. That's going to help out a lot. Um, I did have a question going back to the buck tracker thing. You mentioned that if you hit the, and I know what it looks like, there's a, a basically a silhouette of an antler deer. If I hit that and I'm on the 100 picture free plan and it's only going to send me buck pictures, it will only send me the first 100 buck pictures or am I still going to get the first 100 pictures but as they come through I can see only the buck ones if I hit that filter. We're giving you free photos, man. What more do you want? I'm cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that is only a filter of photos that are coming in. It is the first 100 consecutive photos. Okay. Yeah, the the filter. I just didn't want somebody to think, oh, I'm going to get this and I only want to see the buck so I I will definitely not get 100 buck pictures every month so I'll just hit that and only have them sent in those. Yeah, so so the filter only only uh, you know, shows you filters what you already have 
taken. You know, it doesn't start or stop the the camera from taking pictures of a specific species. We're not asking the camera to, in less than one second, determine what type of animal is in front of it and whether it's going to take a picture or not to send to you. Yeah, exactly. Seven hundredths of a second to be exact. You need to get on that, Justin. Yeah, that would make things a lot easier. Then I wouldn't have to ever buy a plan. Uh, we talked a lot about the cell link. We've talked a lot about the app. You also have at least one new camera that I saw or some updates and then a battery pack that I think I, that's actually what excited me yeah, when man. you said, hey, it's about the size of a pack of eight double A's. And we all, yeah, we carry a bunch of batteries around. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the camera or cameras and the battery. Yes, yeah, so we've got one and a half new cameras and the new uh, the new battery pack. I say half is because the uh, the micro, as you know, it has gone away and we have updated all of the micros to uh, true LTE modems. Um, we've also done some uh, some internal updates, you know, a lot changes in technology in 12 months, so there was some new stuff that came out, and uh, we updated it to, uh, to make the camera uh, even more reliable and even more robust. Um, the brand new camera that we came out with is the Micro S LTE. It's the micro version of our Link S. It's got a, uh, a built-in solar panel on the top. Uh, we've got that design patented. Uh, yes, it's, it's not an attachment. It's, uh, it's integrated. And then this, this LIT-10 is the uh, model name, it's L-I-T-10, is the lithium battery pack that comes with that camera um, that keeps it charged. It's 10,000 milliamps. So it's, uh, it's pretty incredible that we're able to pow- pack that much power into such a tiny package. Uh, it's twice as strong as the lithium battery pack in the Link S and about two-thirds the size. And that's just for helping this camera grind on when super overcast or so, I mean, the solar is recharged. It's not like you've only got that 10,000 milliamp hours. It's that's just at full capacity. It could run without ever getting any solar for however long it's going to go with your settings. Yeah. So, so this battery is rechargeable. So, so the way our solar panels or the, the way our solar cameras work is you charge the, the, the internal batteries up before you go. Um, the lit tends a little different cause you can remove it. Um, it, it's also a part that you can, this battery will work in the cell link or any of the micros as well. So it's compatible across four different platforms, uh, within our offerings. Um, so you charge it up before you go out, you stick it in there, and then the solar panel maintains it. Uh, the Link S, in very unideal situations, was killable. Um, if you were getting hundreds of pictures a day and you had it way in the woods and you were getting no light, you could drain the battery eventually. It, it took a lot longer than, than regular AA's. This one, I am very confident saying, is going to be extremely hard to run this battery out. Um, it's twice as strong as that battery, and uh, this camera, the hardware is more efficient. Um, we're, <laughs> we're really stinking excited about it. And in fact, Trailcam Pro came by. Mr. Charles, who is their, their lead tester, um, you know, he, doesn't, he doesn't cut anybody any slack. Super good dude, super smart, super technical, knows his stuff. And I was sitting there describing it to him, and he's like, I think y'all may have something here. He's like, 10,000 milliamps, huh? And this little bitty pack. I'm pretty excited about this. I was like, if you're excited, I'm excited, my friend. Um, so it's, uh, I'm excited to uh, to get it out in the field. So I can tell you our preliminary test is we'd, uh, we did 6,000 pictures on it and transferred them, and it knocked it down to 94%. And that's with no charge. That was just testing the battery. That's not with having the solar panel 
uh, out in the field. If you've got one of these cameras in direct sunlight out in a food plot or something, you're not going to be able to kill it. That's, I think, one of the other things that I want to um, cover, too. But before we move away from that, any any thoughts or questions around the table? Why'd you grin and look at Andrew when I said that? No, I, I'm just <laughs> he just thinks he's pretty. You know? No, it, it's just a <laughs> I am pretty good looking. common thing between me, Andrew, and Eric and everybody else. We're always on the lookout for lithiums on sale. And, I mean, you know, everything you're talking about is going to end that. And, and people need to – I see a lot of people on socials complaining about, well, cell cameras are fine, but you got to pay for a monthly plan and blah, blah, blah. But uh, some of this technology that you're talking about, you know, people don't think about how other ways they're saving money up front on their cameras. You know, the micro was cheap, 150 bucks. And so what if you, if you paid $10 a month, that still doesn't equate to the other companies, more expensive cell cameras, but people aren't putting those you know pieces of the puzzle together but every little thing that you guys are coming up with is just making spy point a better and better choice and i mean these battery packs that's going to be a big deal and i mean let's face it i'm gonna who knows how many of these new micros solars i'll have out there you know here um, by next fall because those are going to be perfect. Well, it'll be a lot harder to lose with the new app update too. So you can put out a whole ton of them and yeah. not have to worry about forgetting exactly. where you where you yeah. left them at. Yeah. Yeah. I, and before we move on, I want, I want to add one more thing that uh, has probably been the the biggest change for us. As move far your mic as just a little closer in, if you could, for me. Awesome. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Sorry about that. That's was, all right. I was uh, scratching my nose while I go. I wanted to make sure you couldn't hear it. <laughs> well, now everybody's going to know about. It, so now that's, I'm just going to leave the sound in. That's sweet. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so so one thing that we've uh, that we've focused on over the past few months is um, you know man, we sold a ton of cameras last year, a ton, and uh, at the price point of the micro, a lot of those customers were brand new, not only to us but brand new to cellular trail cameras, and some even brand new to trail cameras. So we got a lot of questions at once, and we we had uh, a couple of issues on a couple of things on top of. Uh, people having brand new questions, so our customer service got super bogged down. And that was an immediate, you know, like, pull the brakes, we've got to fix this quick because we want people um, to have faith in not only our warranty but in our ability to help them quickly. Um, our customer service has tripled in size since July, and uh, we now have a dedicated team that just does uh, written customer service. That's emails, that's social media. We've got a huge dedicated team uh, to phone lines. They're seven days a week. Um, especially through hunting season, they're there extended hours, especially on the weekends. Uh, we, we have spent a ton of time and a ton of energy making sure um, that, uh, that our customers know that, uh, you know, one, that we're here to help. Uh, two, that we don't want you to, to wait forever on the phone. And three, you're, you're going to need a real person um, that knows our cameras and that knows uh, what they're going through and, and can help you immediately. Well, and I think that really speaks volumes too, because even before I had got my first Link Micro, and we, I had heard the the rumblings that are around out there on social media about the customer service, but to be able to listen to the feedback and act on it and improve that, it's not just like a, oh well, it's a cheap camera, deal with it. You all have taken a lot of great steps to kind of take 
I don't want to say take advantage probably isn't the right word, but to help all the growth that you've had that I, whether I'm sure it was expected, you knew how cool some of these things were going to be, but just the it fact expected, that you all are willing not the, to. Not the volume that, man, it was, it was just, uh, I mean, we, we exceeded all, even, even going into last year, our expect expectations were super, super high and we prepared for that, but we exceeded expectations. Well, they saw, I was using every, them. I know we saw Robin was using them. We're like, <laughs> Oh man, Robin's got it now. We're about to blow up. That's when they stopped answering the phone as soon as they started seeing his <laughs> yeah, name man, pop up and on actually, the our, our phone server crashed multiple days. Um, you know, it was just, it, it was overwhelming. And, um, you know, so. it was a whole different thing. I mean, even to me, to be able to, you can use your phone to scan a barcode that helps you activate your camera and get it all set up. I mean, it, and I use a lot of trail cameras. So just, I mean, even for me, the whole situation, the setup was different. So I can yeah. only imagine somebody who may be brand new to this yeah. that is going in. Yeah, the, I, the, let me jump in there and kind of reiterate what Justin was saying. Justin is a spy point employees being nice and politically <laughs> correct but the You're bottom right. line is that when i started using the cameras i was unfamiliar and i had a lot of what the fuck is going on here moments and it took me a while to learn the right steps with the cameras and what order to do the steps and understand that it can't be a tight ass on the SD cards. They, you know, they can't be class fours. They need to be class tens. And um, yeah, spend the extra yeah, three cents just, it takes for you to get a class 10 SD card. All of those things add up. And, of course, there's a lot of, of, of people complaining and bitching online about the problems with their hat they're having with the spy point micros specifically. And um, I, I'll just throw this number out there because this is my opinion, but probably – 95% of the problems is user error and misunderstanding about the right way to get the camera going and the right things it needs. And you can't go to Dollar General and buy the cheapest batteries. Sorry, you can't. They need good batteries. That's just all there is to it. So good batteries, good card, follow the directions, and you're going to be mostly problem-free. And, you know, we keep saying, or I keep saying, how long I've been using them, that I use them a lot. But... Everyone that's listening needs to understand Spy Point's not giving me all my cameras. I'm buying cameras, and I'm a customer also, and I've had to go through customer service because Justin doesn't help anybody on customer service. I did, <laughs> I did, it, I did it first, but now I literally yeah, have an auto response. Of course, it's Here's tough. the number to call, guys. Our customer service is great now. Yeah, it's quick. Uh, kind of like uh, messaging Robin for issues. <laughs> uh, uh, man, the easiest way to. And, and man, don't get me wrong. I, I love I love helping people, and that's, but you can't help everybody. Yeah, but, and but, that's that's the thing is, if I helped everybody that messaged me, I wouldn't have time to do my no, job. No, there's no way. But I went through customer service. I've had some issues that I couldn't figure out. Um, I think I have 14 cell cameras out right now. Um, and then there's another 8 to 10 that I've helped set up, people that I know, landowners, different different friends. I think that I've sent four back in three years. So, that, you know. That's, that, that's not bad for the number right, of cameras right. that you're running. And, when you look at the percentages, that And uh, that, that doesn't even well. mean the cameras actually had something wrong it just meant customer service said okay mr parks you're having too much trouble just replace it you know and that and so that's realistic and th it's electronics this is technology and uh you know just like your cell phone and laptop needs to be restarted once in a while to get things going back per normal uh, you know 
there's going to be some issues related to technology. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Be if patient. I'm, if I'm, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, that model that you sent back, which will go unnamed, is now discontinued. Right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, our. Um, I didn't want to go there, but since you yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. It's it's discontinued. You know, we uh, man, we, we learned a ton this year, and uh, you know, sometimes that's what it takes these growing pains to be able to uh, to get the data that you need to uh, fix stuff. You know, we've got a uh, an activation wizard, if you will. Um, and the new app, which is something that I, I haven't been able to display here, but it, uh, <laughs> we were joking, if you remember, on the old Microsoft Word, the little paperclip comes yeah, out. Yeah. It looks like you're <laughs> trying to type a resume. Would you like me to help? You know, so it's like, <laughs> looks like you're trying to activate your camera. Let us help. You know, it, so, I mean, it gives you a checklist, and it, it gives you reassurance as you go, go along that you've done things right. Um, you know, so we, man, the best thing about this company is, Every, everybody that I work with is like family now. You know, it's um, that, that's one of the, the great things about uh, going up to Quebec and about coming to these shows that I, I get to see my family. I, I've never worked for a company that, uh, that, I, that I viewed literally all of my coworkers like family. And uh, we are all extremely passionate, not only about what we do, but about uh, this brand and about the products that we put out. And, uh, and we want people to love our stuff. And we want uh, to do whatever it takes to get people to love our stuff. And, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely on the, on the right track. I think we've got some great offerings this year. Uh, we, we've made a ton of improvements, front-end, back-end, uh, software, hardware, everything. Nice. Well, I know we are coming up pretty close to the amount of time. Um, don't want to take up too much. You're here to work. We're all here to work at the show. So appreciate the time that we um, have had. Want to give everybody an opportunity. I think we talked about it last time, Robin, that you and I got together, um, wrapping up the show with something called parting shots. So anything that you want to say, whether it's related to what we've been talking about today with Spy Point, the new offerings, and all the awesome stuff that's coming out, or CWD being found in semen, or whatever <laughs> you might um, want to talk about. So, Andrew, we're going to no, let me go first. Okay, Parting Robin. shot. We hinted at it. Andrew's still looking around the table like, hey, what about me? Well, hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> no, let, okay. me, let me do this. If then. we're family, I'm calling you grandpa. Oh. Great, thank you. Perfect. I, I get that. It's because I have two good legs. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everyone's going, what the fuck are they talking about? What we're talking about is Andrew is going to work for Spy Point next week, starting next week. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh the way it happened was Justin said, hey, we're looking for this and this, and maybe you ought to apply for one of these, and that didn't quite work out for me because I can't leave my job where I'm at right now. But Andrew seemed to fit what Justin was looking for, and I knew Andrew's background, um, what he was working on, and his hunting background. So I put him together, and Andrew, I'm not taking credit for anything other than making the connection. Andrew interviewed uh, with Justin and went through the process and lo and behold next thing you know Andrew's hired so congratulations to Andrew I don't know if congratulations is what I ought to say <laughs> to you Justin but uh, well, I'm just yeah. wondering how long you're gonna lie about this because what I remember how I remember the conversation is going is Robin said I can't do it I really don't have anybody else that's as good as me, but this guy will probably work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Close. That, I thought that's what I meant when I, when I went through all that. I mean, that's kind of what everyone, I'm sure, took that to mean. <laughs> Andrew, what are you going to be doing for Spy Point, man? I will be a product owner. Uh, I'm assuming I'm just kind of taking your old job. 
You're t- yeah, you're taking part of my old job. Uh, sure. I'll be on the hardware side of things starting out, and uh, Justin can explain better. But uh, I'm excited to move forward. Nice. So when do you officially start? Because you said as of this morning you are unemployed. When do you officially start with SpyPoint? Monday the 13th. Awesome. Coming up quick. We've all had, uh, like maybe not all of us, have had some changes at uh, work recently. But congratulations. It's always so awesome, too. And I think it speaks for somebody who's been close to the company as a user who's had a chance to experience. And you weren't forced to go take this job. It's not like you were looking for a job or out of work when this came up so to say yes i know about this and i i still want to be a part of this i think that speaks volumes to the family atmosphere and i think hot shots a lot the same way we're a really close-knit group those of us who are working for the company and trying that's so important in any role to feel like you are you know finding that family and making the choices to be able to join such a great team that continues to innovate so what would be since robin jumped you here around the table what would be your parting shot well i mean that was my parting shot uh, so now i'm not prepared <laughs> that's, that's why i had to go first <laughs> I'm, no, I'm taking note andrew's not prepared yeah. good start buddy. right all right there you go <laughs> excellent there, there's justin's parting shot <laughs> so it's, it's up to you logan justin anything that's not spy point related that you want to make sure that you have a chance to say well i mean it, it is spy point related you know but i'm just i'm super excited to have have andrew on the team number one it uh it's going to help me focus on some of the things that I need to focus more. You know, for I had no clue what a product owner was uh, whenever I got offered the position initially. Honestly, um, it, it was over text from our CEO, and uh, I honestly thought he was offering me part of the company. I was like, product owner? I was like, yes, I've made it. You know, I was like, what the heck? But uh, product owner is a uh, – it's a development term. It's a, it's a team leader. Uh, so Andrew will be prioritizing tasks for our, our uh, hardware team and uh, also helping, uh, you know, fix anything that comes up. And uh, really prioritizing is, is our number one thing. It's, it's essential to have someone in that role um, that is part of our target demographic and our target, our target market. Um, he's an American hunter. Um, which is honestly, you know, my, uh, I don't have any accolades. Or, First or, one on the spy point team from what I understand. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, so, so funny, you know, but I, I don't have these great accolades, but you know, the reason that I got picked for it is, uh, is because I know our market, I know our competition and I know our cameras. He's a spy point user. He's uh, he's an American hunter. You know, I say an American hunter, 95% of our sales are in the United States. Um, a huge percentage of that are whitetail hunters. Um, you know, a, a huge percentage of those whitetail hunters that use and, and are already utilizing the specifics of cellular trail cameras are bow hunters. Um, Andrew, Andrew meets all those things, and uh, he, he was working kind of in this role in his, in his previous position, so he's going to be a great fit and a great addition. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for just taking some time. I think this is probably the the longest amount of time I've ever sat on my butt at the ATA show and was technically (laughs) working. So it's been pretty awesome to actually sit down on a padded chair and not be standing on our feet somewhere. So really appreciate your time. Would love to get together again at some point in time and just talk more about it. There's still so much more I'm interested in. How did you get to Spy Point? What even made you interested in the outdoors? So at some point in time, we're going to have to have you back on um, hopefully as um, an even happier person I believe that uh, you've got some interest in the upcoming national college football championship I game do, I do yes uh, yeah 
uh, I, I'm thinking, so I'll throw a prediction out there. LSU is going to drop 40 on Clemson uh, like we've done everybody, just about everybody else this year. Uh, we'll, we'll win by at least 10. It's it's going to be a good game. I'm glad that you all were finally able to uh, get a quarterback from the great Ohio State that can uh, help you take this lead. <laughs> you know, you know, my Facebook got really quiet after Ohio State got embarrassed by Clemson. It, yeah. it was really yeah. nice. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been. No, I, I <laughs> should have. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, is that what you're saying? I think it's awesome um, that you all have this opportunity. My son is a giant Ohio State geek, and he was trying to tell me about how Joe Burrow should have been ours. I'm like, buddy, he may not have been so great. Sometimes a really good quarterback just needs a great coach to mesh and bring out their full potential. So I've been excited, even as an Ohio State fan, to see what he's been able to do for you all and just the success. It's it's exciting to see that. Plus, I love uh, watching your coach or listening to your coach every time. Go uh, Tigers. Just uh, – reliving Waterboy every, every time he has a press conference. I actually let both my kids watch that movie the other day for the first time. And they, they agreed. He does. He does. Is farmer, that where he started coaching? <laughs> well, again, Tay, I know you've got to get back to yeah. the booth, so thank you so much for sitting down with us for the work that you do for Hot Shot, for the work that you do for Spy Point and just the industry in general. That's exactly why we wanted to do this kind of podcast is help support those people that we see busting their ass in the industry and trying to work really hard to not only pursue their passion, but make it easier for the rest of us to pursue our passion as well. So thank you so much and looking forward to talking to you at some point in time when things slow down a little bit and we can go uh, more into the background and talk a little bit more about you. Cool, man. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you again sometime soon. Go Tigers.